Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome back to another week of Women to Watch here on WWDB AM 860. My name is Sue Rocco, and I'm here every week with some lovely ladies from the Philadelphia area and around the country as well who are doing some amazing things. And today I'm thrilled to have in the studio someone who's actually a friend, uh, but she is also the head of business development for InSource Incorporated, and her name is Sue Persichetti. Welcome to the studio. Hi, Sue. Thank you so much for having me. Um, before we start talking about the company and all the wonderful business that, that InSource does, I want to talk about you and your background, sure. because although we're friends, there's things about you that I don't know, so I'm excited. Um, you grew up in New York, is that right? I grew up in New York. I grew up in Staten Island, New York. Um, I lived there till, till about eighth grade. Then we moved to New Jersey. But we always kind of had our, my family had their business in New York and everyone else but us left to go to New Jersey. So New York is pretty much home base for me because everyone still has kind of a footprint there. So my, and then my parents moved into Manhattan. So I was, as soon as college was, high school was over, I was kind of going back to Manhattan when I was going home. And then as soon as I got out of college, I went back into Manhattan, and that's where I worked. And I started working as a trading assistant there at Morgan Stanley. At Morgan Stanley, yeah. right. That, well, that's always exciting to be, you know, your first job in the city of Manhattan. It's always kind of a thrill. You think it's, there's no place else to work. Oh, it's the best. I mean, coming from there makes me say that, but also knowing how many, knowing I, every single, especially young woman that I know, I always tell them. At some point in your life, you sh- you've got to live and work in New York City. Right. Because it's just such a, it's a cultural experience. It's right. It's just, it, you just learn so much from the people and the atmosphere and the culture. And, and it toughens you up. It toughens you up. Right. Yeah. People in New York City aren't as tough as people think. Right. They're just, just doing their thing. They're just right. trying to get to the next place just like everybody else. And they're trying to get there as quickly as everyone else. Right. Most people, you ask directions, you want to speak to them. They're always courteous and polite. So I right. always find that funny. Yeah. I mean, taxi drivers are a whole other thing, right. but generally when you talk to them, they're pretty nice too. So. Right, right. You have, to so, t- you have to jump in a cab when you're in New York just for the experience exactly. of the ride. And- yeah, and you have to learn how to drive in New York too. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So I always tell my daughter that too when she makes fun of me. She's like, Mom, you're so aggressive. You're so aggressive. And I'm, I'm generally not an aggressive person, but I'm a pretty aggressive driver. Once you're behind the so. wheel. Right. Yeah. Talk to me a little bit about your family, your mom and dad and what they did when you were growing up. Sure. Um, My mom and dad met in grade school, and they were raised in Staten Island as well. Okay. Um, My mom, you know, they got married early at 21, both Mm -hmm. of them, and then my mom stayed home with me. And my father, uh, because he is the kind of incredible person that he is, he got into the funeral business, believe it or not. Okay. So I hate to say the word mortician because that's just not word he would ever want to use but that's what he did he went into the funeral business because he ended up at a funeral one day and felt that he wanted to help people and and do something that would you know be true to himself so he got into the funeral business and then he bought two funeral homes I actually lived above a funeral home for several years was it was it Decker funeral no it was called my Sloan's and then my Sloan Sylvie funeral home he bought okay. them from he somewhere. bought them from okay yeah Kept so I was name. raised above a funeral home kind of like that movie <laughs> See, my I Girl. never knew that I know that's, that's yeah I used to get a lot of you know a lot of creepy requests from people but um, <laughs> no we never did anything weird and I generally ran the other way when I knew something was going on so. you know what it's something that everyone 
faces in life, and it's we need, true. you know, we need those services. And I think, you know, because my father, well, he's obviously very smart and a great businessman, but he's just this incredibly genuine person who who walks in a room and immediately lights it up and makes everyone Aww. feel really warm and welcome. So I think, yeah. you know, I think it was suitable for him, and I learned a lot from him that way. Yeah, so. about running a business. Yeah, about running yeah. a business and right. showing compassion and right. and building relationships. So. Yeah. Yeah. And how about siblings? Do you have I have one sister. One sister? Okay. And one brother. <clears throat> Sorry, excuse and me. Our- My sister um works for Holy Redeemer. She she works in hospice. Mm-hmm. She's actually a pretty incredible person. She, my nephew is uh, severely autistic, so she's raising him alone. Wow. Yeah, and then she works to save people's lives every day. It's wow. pretty remarkable. Wow. I know. I know. And then my brother is in real estate in Boulder, Colorado, which is which is a little scary right now because yes. there's so much going on there. But yes. yeah, so he's he's in, he's real in the heart of there. what's he happening. He is, he is, but he's safe. His but home? he's been helping his home safe. But he's been helping out a lot of people. You know, everyone's helping each other out yeah. there. That's pretty much yeah. the focus. That's what's going on out there. It's kind of scary. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Looks like the weather's clearing up and things Finally. are get better. Yeah. Right. Um, so, talk to me a little bit about you went to um, Pope John High School. I did. Okay, and tell me uh, what kinds of activities were you involved in there? I'm guessing something athletic. Yes, yes. I, I, I was one of those people who wanted to be involved with everything in right. high school. So, um, Pope John's in Sparta, New Jersey. It's North Jersey. Uh, it's about an hour outside of New York. And I was involved in. I played every sport you could imagine. I played some basketball. I played softball for years. I played field hockey. I was a photographer for the yearbook. Um, gosh, it wasn't that long ago, Sue, but it feels like I'm just kidding. It was, it was a long time ago. But um, <laughs> we you don't know, think it I, is. But exactly. So you know, I just kind of was one of those people who wanted to be involved with everything. But field hockey was was my passion, and so was softball. You know, it's interesting because field hockey's huge today, but I back in our day in high school, I'm not sure our, my high school even had a field hockey oh, team. I know. And a if lot they of did, it was that. a brand new program. No, a lot of people say that. And you know what? I don't know that it was really that popular when I was doing it. It just happened to be that my group of friends liked it. We, you know, we had a great time playing together. We had a good team. Right. But even in that area of New Jersey, it was not popular. Yeah. Here, it's incredibly popular. Pennsylvania is the biggest hub in all of the country for really, really great field hockey players, right. which is a huge part of my life right now. So. I know. Well, let's talk about that. Um, other than, you know, running um, business development for InSource, you are a coach. Yeah, I coach and... at of Mercy High School. Okay. I'm and the head coach there. Head coach. And if you want to see me get fired up, that's yeah. all you need to talk about because <laughs> <laughs> um, we are currently five I know. In oh our, I know. Yay. And uh, yesterday, we I mean, the day before, we played in an out-of-league team, so we're 6-0, and really. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's pretty exciting. It's, it's very, very exciting. very exciting. And, and we've beat some teams that we, you know, that were really, really tough. And so it's kind of groundbreaking for Gwynedd, which Should I'm we... excited to be a part of. Yes. Now, how many years have you been coaching at Gwynedd? Three years. Three years. Yes. And my daughter's on that team. Oh, that's so, so great. Yeah, it that's is such great. a great example for your daughter. Thank I mean, you. really, I don't know how she feels about having mom coaching her. She does her, like it. You know, I ask her when things get really difficult because I have a really crazy life. I go from working full time to going there till seven at night. I've got three other kids. It's just crazy. And I say to her, you know, I don't need to do this, Corinne. Like, if you really, if it's not, if it's me, if it's at all making you uncomfortable, there are lots of 
qualified people who would love to do this job. And she says, no, she likes it. So well, not only so far, that, so good. It's been since second grade, so she's kind of stuck with me. Yes, she's stuck yeah, with you. That's she's it. used to it. <clears throat> but you did come in and really kind of turn the program around. I think that's so Thank fantastic. You. Thank you. I mean, they always had a strong program. But I think, um, you know, when I came in there, I came in with a, one really strong focus. And my focus was just empowering them to have confidence and right. believe in themselves. For right. some reason, when I got there, it seemed like they had this per- perception of themselves as second best or, you know, we'll always be beat by this team or that team. And that was the very first thing that I, that I you know, I feel like I've accomplished. Right. And I feel like that's what's really leading the way for them. Yeah. So it's really exciting. And, and you know, field hockey is an outlet for me where I can, where I can, do the thing I love most, most which is empowering right. young women. You know, a lot of what you do, because I know you, um, that's a big part of it. You're it is. incredibly generous with your time and always oh, looking to help you. others. And I want to know where that um, desire to help empower young girls came from. Is that something that um, you were thinking about as a young girl or did it come later in life? You know what? I think it came later in life. I think in high school, I was definitely on the field. I was aggressive, but in general, I was pretty passive. And as I got older, it was always all about what, you know, kind of building my confidence and, and strength. And I think to myself, now I see these girls and I want to give them the strength that I have now at, at, um, 32. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But I mean, I want to get liar, liar, liar. But no, I, I mean, I think it's really important. I think it's so important. I see them and I think, God, if I could just empower them with what I see now and how I feel now and give them the strength to overcome certain things and view themselves in a different light than yeah. rather thinking, oh, you know, I can't do this or maybe someone else is better or you know, I just want them to believe that it's their time. It's their time to think about strength and it's their time to think about confidence because as it goes forward, they're going to need it more and more. And I really feel like through the, the the things in my life, I really didn't get it until I was like 40. Well, we is... talk about that a lot on this show. And I think that that seems to be historically what happens, you know, right. as young. There, there's always um, some rare instances where I've had some women in here that from the get-go, they had this sense of uh, confidence, and I'm going to go out and do the things I want to do at a young age. And for most of us, I think it does mm-hmm. come later in life. It does. Sometimes I wonder, is it something that is everybody's individual journey, and you have to kind of um, learn as you go? Or is it better that we're sharing these stories about empowerment so that they can get it at a younger age? Oh, I think I think what you're doing is incredible, and that's why I so badly wanted to— be on the show with you. I think it's so important because, I mean, I used to be a substitute teacher as well. And so, you know, you see a lot, especially junior high, you see girls just trying to get attention and, and, you know, the decisions they make are generally based on like me, like me, like me, or, you know, how can I please this person? And, you know, and when I saw that and having a daughter Mm -hmm. and, and because of the journey that I've gone on being kind of the the personality that I kind of discussed with you, I realized, you know, it's just really important. There are some girls, and I have several on my team, who who are just kind of coming up with those strengths, and they're 16 years old, and, and you can tell they've, they've kind of got it. Mm-hmm. Then there's the girls that need positive reinforcement. They need to be told mm-hmm. how, how incredible they can be. They, can, they need to be kind of guided along, along and 
as soon as I, I'm telling you, building them up, you can't imagine how they play for you. You can't imagine. So even with my camps in the summer, I run field hockey camps, and I, I've also been involved in a WRA league, and I'm on the board for WRA where um, kids from first grade on, little girls, are playing different sports, and I've been with them for field hockey. Everything I ever say to these girls is, you can do this. You can do anything you want. And I watch them. I watch these shy, timid girls, which are my favorites. And I see them as I'm running along, yelling next to them, you've got this, you've got this, you've got this. And they do it for you. Yeah. It's amazing. So if we support each other and we really believe that there's so much out there for us to accomplish and we tell young girls this, they really do yeah, stuff. there's up no to the stopping plate. them. There is no stopping them. Yeah, it's true. So even with my job, even, you know, for my daughter, I, I stayed at home when they were younger. And then, you know, after I was working on Wall Street, then I kind of got into marketing. I was working in marketing for a long time, even while I had my four children. And then, um, which I loved. And I think it's been, you know, it's been great for my daughter to see that journey as well. You know, just me kind of giving with the community, um, being there for my friends, being there for my family, but also really working hard and knowing how important it is to kind of stay in that a little bit, even if it's just part time, mm-hmm. kind of saying that to, to remain strong and sort of keep your confidence going and knowing you can contribute in that way. And right. Right. So, you know, now with InSource, I'm I'm in sales and just through the years, all the relationships that I've built with people have led me to a really good place with yeah. this company. And so, you know, I do believe that what you said with the journey, my journey has been it's been hard, mm-hmm. but it's been – I can't say that there's not – that there isn't any of those things that were difficult for me hasn't led me to a really good place. Yeah. That's wonderful. So, yeah. So let's talk. Let's go back a little bit and sure. talk about uh, Lycoming College. Yeah. You went to yeah. Lycoming in Williamsport, PA, which is – isn't that where they it's played the little league world metropolis. series? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that is, that is what most Very similar to Manhattan. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. No, it's – you know what? I often think of how – I got there. And because to me, New York, New Jersey, you know, all I thought about in Pennsylvania was Lancaster. So I thought Amish. Right. Everything in Pennsylvania was Amish. <laughs> so I was, you know, I think they so just thought, really, I really need to learn about exactly, that. Exactly. I want to go live with the Amish. No. <laughs> no, but what happened was, I mean, they heavily recruited at our schools in North Jersey at the time. It was a small liberal arts school. Um, I said I was going to play field hockey there. That's kind of what led me there. Okay. And then, um, you know, multiple friends were were going that way. We all visited the school. I wanted a liberal arts education because I wasn't exactly sure where I wanted to go with that. Mm -hmm. And I got into mass communications. So the funny thing is I did have a um, radio show. Yeah. While I was while I was there. It was pretty, it's pretty funny there. Here I am. Full again. circle. Full circle. Full circle. So yeah, it was a great experience and I met a lot of great Philadelphia people going to school there. So yeah. so and you um your major was marketing and It was pub- marketing and public relations. Right. So. Okay. As was mine. I love the fact that many of us who go that route are it's because of we're eliminating everything else, right? We're exactly. eliminating the math and the science exactly. and it's so true. Well, I knew immediately no math. Right. <laughs> no math. Forget the math. And I kind of liked science and I liked writing. Uh-huh. I thought journalism, that, that might be nice. And then I, you know, it's just, and you know this as well as I do because we're so similar. Our personalities kind of lend to a, lend to that. We're like, yeah. okay, so we're outgoing. We enjoy people. We enjoy building relationships. 
the heck are we going to do with that? <laughs> okay, clearly <laughs> so accounting is not going to work. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, that's what drew me to mass communications. Yeah. And, and you know what? It really is a good balance. Mm-hmm. You know you're not going into pre-med and you're not. Right. But then again, I ended up on Wall Street, so go figure. Right. Well, yeah. I want to know how that happened. Yeah. So talk to me about, was that your first job out of my college? first job. But I had an internship happen? in New York. Okay. And I was working in human resources at a company called Integrated Resources, which isn't there anymore. Mm-hmm. And then um, I, you know, from working there, I, coming, I knew I was coming back the next year. I was going to be out of work. I was coming back to the city. And um, I just maintained that relationship. And they were like, we have a new trader starting and she needs a sales assistant. And I was like, what is that? <laughs> and she was like, don't worry about it. You'll be great at it. And I, and I thought, numbers, numbers, numbers. Oh, my gosh. You Wait, know. who said this to you? Who? The people in HR that I had been working with okay. in the summers. Mm-hmm. So I said, you know, just I'd love to interview with her. So I immediately, you know, just kind of fell into it. But as, as, as I always say, it all goes back to relationships. I built a relationship at Integrated Resources. I met these great people in HR. They asked me to come back, and they found a spot for me. And I loved it. But it was definitely a learning experience because, boy, was that world tough. I bet. And what was it like working for a woman back then? She was. She actually, talk about full circle again, she lived in Manhattan, but she was from Bella Kinwood. So she was always going back. It's funny that, you know, that kind of just hit me. She, uh... She was really, really feisty. Mm-hmm. Feisty. She was like sixty year old woman. Oh, she strong. was a little bit older. Yeah, she okay. was a little bit older. Yeah, and she was doing, you know, individ- She was working for individuals, so she was trading and for individuals. Um, and so she had a, a big, big network of people that she was doing mostly equities with. And I was, I was the one oh, on the phone reaching out to all the clients. And so I, I began. Develop, you know, that's probably one where, of the biggest places, you know, the place where I really started learning how important it was to network, yes. how to build relationships, how to maintain relationships, how to develop them. And um, there were a lot of tough clients on the other end of the line. Yeah. So I think this was great for sure. It really it's was. not an easy kind I was of cold like, calling, which I think everyone yes. should have to do at some point. <laughs> exactly. It's not fun. No. But boy, does it bring you out of your shell. Yeah. So that's great. We're going to take a short break, and we will be back in a moment with Susan Persichetti, who is Business Development for InSource Incorporated. Are you looking for a photographer? Would you be interested in one of the best in the business? Look no further. Peter Gallo has been photographing people, places, and things in the United States and Europe for over 40 years and loving it. He specializes in the best possible photography given any subject matter. His experience has taken him around the world shooting everything from conservative corporate affairs to personal portraits to fashion and the world of arts. Peter Gallo is a true professional, determined to capture every image in its best possible light and does so with the utmost creativity and dedication. If you need help with any project, contact Peter at 215-592-8024 or email petergallo17 at gmail.com. To hear about this week's specials on corporate portraits and headshots, simply Google Peter Gallo Studio and you will be taken directly to his website. Or again, call 215 592 8024. 
It's really tough for an everyday investor to find honest, personalized investment advice. Some brokers only push the latest hot stocks, and some financial advisors won't even return your phone call unless your account is worth half a million dollars. That's where the mutual fund store comes in. It's where you talk with your local advisor, someone you can meet with face-to-face, not somebody wearing a headset a thousand miles away. And your mutual fund store advisor will work with you to design an investment plan to help you get where you want to be. From day one, our advisors track your funds to make sure they're still right for you. Not everyone in the investment business can say that. The client comes first at the mutual fund store with custom investment plans to fit your goals, not ours. To learn more, visit MutualFundStore.com or call the Mutual Fund Store now in East Norriton and Cherry Hill, 877-239-8330. That's 877-239-8330. Want your home to look great for company from out of town? Moving to a new place? Or just want the satisfaction of a clean, healthy home? Whatever your reason, everybody needs to clean. So why not choose the line of cleaning tools that makes your task easier? Quickie is your one-stop cleaning solution with everything you need to get the job done right. Whether you're cleaning one room or the whole house, Quickie has the right tool for the job. It doesn't matter if you prefer a more traditional mop and bucket or if you'd like to save time with a new Quickie spray mop. Quickie has everything you need to get the job done. Founded in Philadelphia over 60 years ago, Quickie's commitment to quality and value have helped it grow to the number one cleaning tool in America. It's quickie and it's clean. Look for quickie products at Home Depot, Lowe's, Walmart, ShopRite, and other fine retailers near you. Do you know Saltz Matkov? Would you like a legal team with over 100 years of experience working for you to defend litigation in the areas of business and contract disputes, employment, transportation and aviation, products and premises liability, intellectual property and construction? We are Saltz Matkov, and we can help. From Wall Street to Main Street, we represent Fortune 500 companies and small businesses alike, achieving successful results inside and outside of the courtroom. For a free consultation, contact Contact us at 484-318-7225 or visit us on the web at saltsmatkov.com. That's S-A-L-T-Z-M-A-T-K-O-V.com. Large firm expertise for a fraction of the cost and with all of the personal attention you need. Serving Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and Delaware. Call 484-318-7225 or go to saltsmatkov.com. Welcome back, everyone, to Women to Watch here on WWDB AM 860. I'm in the studio today with Sue Persichetti, who is head of business development for InSource Incorporated. And uh, we're learning all about Sue and her background and um, all the great things she did prior to her job with InSource. Um, In addition to Lycoming, your um, degree in communications, you also got your master's in education. I did. How did you decide upon that? Well, I I, I left. Um, I, I moved here where I met my husband, and we met at Morgan Stanley. Oh, you did? Okay. We did. So I was working at Morgan Stanley for a while, but at the time I was in marketing, I was liking it. But I was, you know, I was starting to think about what was I going to do when I, I knew I wanted a big family, and I was thinking, I think it's time to get out of investments and maybe think about how my life will work 
better if I chose to have a big family. So mm-hmm. at night, so I would leave my job at Morgan Stanley in Marketing, and I would go at night to Westchester three nights a week for like a 7 o'clock to 11 class. I know. And I went there and got my certification in elementary education and and my master's at the same time. Mm-hmm. So that eventually when I had children, I'd be able to have my summers off. And mm-hmm. I would be home when they were. So that's what I did. And so that took me about two years. Okay. Yeah. So you always had that sense of coach, teacher, motivator, yeah. right? That's I such know. a big part of who you are. It it's- really is. And sometimes I sort of feel like the village idiot. And I and I, <laughs> I really do. But then I think, you know what? I don't even – I I've – accomplish so much doing that and, right. it, and really it's it's all and it sounds so cliche but it, it really is all about balance mm-hmm. you know and sometimes you know when I was doing the job at Mark in uh, at Morgan Stanley and I was in marketing I really loved it but at the same time there were voids that I that I needed to fill and it was you know I really loved children and so and I and I knew that I was going to need that if I wanted to be home at all with my children so that's kind of what led me to to that and then the coaching I just like I said, I I, I love um, I love field hockey and mm-hmm. I love little girls and you know kind of mentoring. With what, yeah, I love mentoring. Mm-hmm. So that's what led me there. And then having a, a girl, you know, changed a lot. And and I just think I'm one of those people who who likes to make sure that if if you know things aren't perfect in in what I'm doing all day long in the job. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to make sure that I was doing other things that kind of filled those voids. So that's sort of what led me to all the things, you know. And then I got, you know, to add more to the plate, I started a cupcake business on my own with my daughter. I, I forgot, almost forgot. I know. The, yes. I yes. know. And so we kind of do that on the side. You're still doing that. We do. We do. And it's it's just for fun and it's for, yep. it's word of mouth. I mean, I thought of opening a store a while ago, but I love to bake. And it was another thing that I could kind of... Do with my daughter and uh-huh. share with people because we love to bake. And then I, by I the love. way, she Sue has one daughter and three sons. Yes, yes, yes. Um, my oldest is eighteen. So <laughs> I just sent him to college, which was another pivotal <laughs> moment, very pivotal <laughs> moment that w- that but we yeah, share. I, yeah, so I'm one of those people who likes to have my hands in all the things that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we just mentioned mentor. I mean, you're yes. clearly a mentor for a lot of young girls. And I wonder if there was anyone in your life that you would consider a mentor, someone who just kind of uh, helped you to believe in yourself, a teacher, um, a coworker, a boss. No, yeah, actually. Um, you know, as I mentioned, my dad has definitely been a mentor. But as far as women go, my good friend, her name is Karen, and um, she was my mentor at Morgan Stanley. Okay. She's this incredible woman who uh, who's had lots of struggles in her life as well. But she worked very hard. She was a trader at Morgan Stanley for many years. And then she was my boss at Morgan Stanley. But I watched her raise her two little children and juggle work and motherhood, and she was just incredible at it. I would, I would sit by her every single day when I didn't have children. I would watch her, <clears throat> excuse me, um, go from, we are absolutely not doing this. This is not acceptable, blah, blah, blah. The way she would conduct herself with people at work, and then a minute later, the phone would ring. Hi, honey. How are you? How was your day? Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, and then she'd talk about the meal that was coming. Then she'd, okay, well, I'll see you in a little bit. And then she'd get right back to her right other role, you know, being, yeah. And yeah. it was just, I love you that. know, she was incredible. She had this little black book and I'd be like, 
what is in there? Oh, tuition, uh, dentist appointment, doctor's appointment. I'd be like, what are you talking about? How are you doing all of this? But I watched her do it. And it was really remarkable. And when I say an incredible person, she she would find time to have baby showers for me, um, you know, and have the entire company there. And she would have my my bridal shower in snowstorms. I mean, this isn't. And then on a Friday night after she'd do all that, she'd be like, come over. And I'd go over there. There'd be this incredible, elegant, beautiful meal at her wonderful house and her and her loving husband and her two children. I just thought this woman, I, she was very good to me and, and just a huge influence on my well, life. And so you saw um, she was multitasking clearly, was, which oh. we all do. But she, but she did it and she was happy. Do she think, did it right? and she was happy. And yeah. she did it with such grace. Mm-hmm. And even, you know, the many years since then, I've known her for 20 years, so much has happened in her life that has led her in so many crazy directions. Mm -hmm. But there isn't anyone who's done it with more style and grace than her. Well, I know someone else who's doing it. I'm looking at her. Well, maybe when she hears this, she'll realize just what an impact she had on my life. Do you want to say her name on the air? Her name is Karen Kalinowski, and she actually lives in Florida now. Okay. So well, you can send her a copy of the show. But I will be sending it to her. Okay. So, But a lot of people here know her as well. So, Okay. That's great. We all need people like that. We I do. I think they just kind of say you can do it. Or or that, you know, it's interesting to me. You were kind of watching her from afar. She probably didn't even know I don't even that know she was she a did. mentor to you. Oh, I told, I've told her on many occasions, you, okay. but I haven't told but her in recently. But, you know, in the, in the thick of it. Yeah. You were just watching. It's true. I was. Yeah. I sat there at a, you know, I, I was just starting to, she knew me through getting engaged, getting married, having all four of my children. Mm-hmm. Her kids grew up to babysit my children. Oh, that's it's pretty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she's a pretty, she was pretty incredible. Yeah. But I mean, there are others for sure. But she, but when you ask me who that would really be, it would be Karen. So let me ask you this. What would you say was one of your biggest challenges growing up as a young girl? Um, because you seem to, you know, um, I think it's really great how you were very purposeful in, in what you were doing. And if it wasn't feeling right, you were going to try something else. Yeah. What was some of the struggles or maybe a single one, something that was yeah. challenging for you, you throughout know, your life? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm trying to think of – there's there's so many, Sue. <laughs> there's so many. That's, just, that's for another show. <laughs> Is there a psychiatrist or, or a therapist on call here? No, but um, I would say in in high school, I was always sort of the outgoing one, and I was always more interested in making sure that I was uh, having a good time, building relationships and playing the sports that I love and doing okay in school. But I think, you know, I was surrounded by, you know, a lot of friends who were, you know, had that that uh, that other drive where everything was, you know— straight A students. They were, you know, and I was not that. I was average to above average. And, um, well, that's not a challenge. That was a challenge. And, you know, it was a challenge kind of trying to find my way and see where I was going to be going. You know, they were all thinking of all these big schools and, you know, and that was, yeah, and that was like a challenge. Hmm. Like, where will that take me? But honestly, I look back and I think, you know what, as I said, you know, it's the whole person. It's the whole person. So I think as much as that weighed on my mind, you know, and I think kids do that today, too. And I tell my kids all the time, we get so caught up in, you need to go to this school. Oh, my gosh, they're looking at this school. Mm-hmm. I'm looking, More you know, so today than when we were really growing crazy. up. crazy, yeah. Yes. So, you know, I think that was a, cha- a challenge. But, you know, later in life, just trying to figure out where I was headed. I think when you graduate college and you just don't know where you're headed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I do think you just got to keep searching. Right. You've just got to be searching for... 
what's going to make you happy? Fulfill you, right. Yeah, what's going to fulfill you? And, and, you know, if it's not working in this moment, it may work in another moment. So Mm -hmm. I think I've had lots of things happen in my life where I've had to make adjustments and, you know, I've had to come full kind of pivot and make a big change to sort of drive success or happiness and you know I think I've just stayed focused on that mm-hmm. I've stayed focused on when a challenge has come my way I've changed directions and surrounded myself by good people who cared about me and wanted to see me succeed mm-hmm. and so um that's pretty much how I got through those moments yeah no that's great because you know we all we're all never going to f- have you know go through life without challenges exactly. and things that kind of change our direction. So yeah, it really is about tell, how you handle it. It's true. It's, yes. Sue, you couldn't have said it better. That's exactly its attitude. First, you have, to, you have to have the right perception. You have to kind of try to see things, how they really are, mm-hmm. good or bad. Because mm-hmm. if you don't, then you might go down the wrong path. And that, that does happen. But I do think, you know, I tell my girls all, all the time, I said, you know what? You need to just stay focused on what's what you need, what what's going to make you happy, what's going to, you know, do not let distractions get in the way. Mm-hmm. You know, as far as, like, I always go back, I always go back to field hockey and, and you know, the people at InSource are probably like, oh, my gosh, you know, she does this. <laughs> she talks to us like she's coaching, you know, coaching a bunch of <laughs> teenage you girls. you tell all the men in the I office? I do. I'm like, you, you got to go for it. You know, yeah. don't give up. Look at how great you are. You're <laughs> awesome. Everyone needs to know how how good you are at this job yeah. and how, you know. So, I mean, they probably go in another room and are like, oh, my gosh, she thinks we're 16. Um, and we're girls. <laughs> but no, I, we, right before every single game, I literally say to them, and at my camps, I grab them and I, and I say, you, you, what you're not realizing right now is you can get through anything. Mm-hmm. Anything. You just mm-hmm. got to believe in yourself. You do. You do. You do. So That's wonderful. So there's another job you had before in Source, yes. right? You worked yes. for a construction company, I did. local. I did. I worked for, I worked for Letter Incorporated, right. and that was my first job after I was kind of home with the kids and mm-hmm. I was student teaching for a while, and that gave me the, you know, the kind of lifestyle I wanted at the time. I wanted to be able to be with them, which right. was amazing. So you did you so, do that all through while the kids were growing no, up? Oh, I stayed at Morgan Stanley for a while, and then I was student teaching while I had them at home. Mm-hmm. So I would, you know, get people to help me and babysit, and then I could pick and choose the days I wanted to student right. teach, which I absolutely adored. And then I was also coaching, and then I was doing photography on the side, which I love. But um, so, you know, after that, I, I didn't know where I was going. But I knew I was a pretty good leader, and I knew I was – Good with my clients, mm-hmm. and I, I had great relationships, and I didn't know where that was going to take me. And then I had an offer to work in project management at Letter Incorporated, so I, I went and, and did that for a while. And it was, it was I'll tell you what I learned from that experience. Very good. That's my next question. It was pretty, this is what I learned from that experience. I learned to be really, really tough and to be more aggressive and not to, <clears throat> excuse me, when I was dealing with, um, clients or, or, well, anyone that I had to deal with on the phone, I, I knew I had to stand my ground. Mm-hmm. I knew that with my personality, I had the tendency to say, okay, that's fine. That's fine. If, if you think, if that'll work for you, mm-hmm. then, you know, I tended to sort of go with what the other person wanted because my nature is to please. And that's wonderful in so many, so many ways. But 
In business. Sometimes. In business, mm-hmm. it's just, you know, you want to do the right thing if you're an ethical person and you want to make sure, you know, you get what you need accomplished. Mm-hmm. However, there are certain other personality types that are just going to kind of bulldoze you till, you know, so it's, it can be a battle of the wills. So I really learned in that industry to be tougher and to kind of get out of my comfort zone and force my way through things that were uncomfortable. That's great. And I'm much better at it now. <clears throat> I which think that's I think that's a big problem often for pleasers, which women tend to be <clears throat> wanting I do. to I think please. We raise our women to th- our, our young girls to mm-hmm. think, you know, be kind, be, be generous, a lady. be a lady, and those are all things we need to do. But we also need to be an advocate for ourselves and speak up when it's necessary. Yes, so. yes, that's it's, it's a work in pro- It's a work in progress for me, right? But and for all of us, for all of us, exactly, <laughs> for all of us. exactly. Um, so. InSource. InSource Incorporated mm-hmm. is the company that you're with, which is a wonderful um, company that um, basically provides staffing for mm-hmm. IT needs in mid-sized to large companies. Yes. Is that yes. correct? Yes. And how did you come to work for them? Well, in you know, I was working in, in sales a little out of after letter. I was kind of transitioning to mm-hmm. see where I could take um my skills in sales, my business relate, my business development skills, mm-hmm. and um, I had a mutual friend who kind of guided me into this business, which led me to insource. Um, so it's kind of interesting. I was I was doing a little bit of staffing work prior to coming to insource, but my relationships with the my relationships with the owners of insource or insource technology solutions. Um, that's kind of what led me here to work for InSource. Mark LaFond mm-hmm. and Joe Ward were the owners of InSource. And um, <clears throat> they'd been in this business for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And they're very, very good at what they do. But when people ask me how they're, how they're unique and when I'm you know, speaking to, to prospective clients, I always say they're unique because of their integrity. I mean, these, these men are are just really good people who don't put the dollar first. They put their reputation and their organization and their people who are working for them and their clients first. So I really, knowing Mark for so many years on a personal level, the minute I found out there was an opportunity to work with him in his, um, you know, his sales group, I had to jump on it. Yeah, that's great. So, we're going we're gonna to take one okay. last quick break, and when we come back, we're going to find out all about why InSource is okay. different. That'll be great. Great. Want your home to look great for company from out of town? Moving to a new place? Or just want the satisfaction of a clean, healthy home? Whatever your reason, everybody needs to clean. So why not choose the line of cleaning tools that makes your task easier? Quickie is your one-stop cleaning solution with everything you need to get the job done right. Whether you're cleaning one room or the whole house, Quickie has the right tool for the job. It doesn't matter if you prefer a more traditional mop and bucket or if you'd like to save time with a new Quickie spray mop. Quickie has everything you need to get the job done. Founded in Philadelphia over 60 years ago, Quickie's commitment to quality and value have helped it grow to the number one cleaning tool in America. It's quickie and it's clean. Look for quickie products at Home Depot, Lowe's, Walmart, ShopRite, and other fine retailers near you. It's really tough for an everyday investor to find honest, personalized investment advice. 
Some brokers only push the latest hot stocks. And some financial advisors won't even return your phone call unless your account is worth half a million dollars. That's where the Mutual Fund Store comes in. It's where you talk with your local advisor, someone you can meet with face-to-face, not somebody wearing a headset a thousand miles away. And your Mutual Fund Store advisor will work with you to design an investment plan to help you get where you want to be. From day one, our advisors track your funds to make sure they're still right for you. Not everyone in the investment business can say that. The client comes first at the Mutual Fund Store with custom investment plans to fit your goals, not ours. To learn more, visit MutualFundStore.com or call the Mutual Fund Store now in East Norriton and Cherry Hill, 877-239-8330. That's 877-239-8330. Are you looking for a photographer? Would you be interested in one of the best in the business? Look no further. Peter Gallo has been photographing people, places, and things in the United States and Europe for over 40 years and loving it. He specializes in the best possible photography given any subject matter. His experience has taken him around the world shooting everything from conservative corporate affairs to personal portraits to fashion and the world of arts. Peter Gallo is a true professional, determined to capture every image in its best possible light and does so with the utmost creativity and dedication. If you need help with any project, contact Peter at 215-592-8024 or email petergallo17 at gmail.com. To hear about this week's specials on corporate portraits and headshots, simply Google Peter Gallo Studio and you will be taken directly to his website. Or again, call 215-592-8024. Welcome back, everyone, to Women to Watch here on WWDB AM. 860. I'm in the studio today with Sue Persichetti, who is a, a dear friend and also works in the business development um, office of InSource Incorporated. She actually takes care of business development. And um, right before the break, we were talking about the staff and, and um, the gentleman who owns the company mm-hmm. and why you wanted to work for him. So yeah. let's talk a little bit about sure. that. Sure. So, um, as I mentioned, I was, I'm friendly with the owners. I'd known them for, for years, and I've known them as husbands, friends, um, what they've been doing in the community. Um, and the one thing I didn't know that well about them was, was, was their business. I, I actually didn't know. that. I'm, and I'm speaking in reference to David Silverstein, who's a very good friend of mine, and Mark LaFond mm-hmm. as well. Uh, David kind of brought me over to InSource. Um, to kind of have my initial discussions with Mark. And I thought, you know what, with this combination of people, as I mentioned with Joe as well, and there's several others, I really, really wanted to add value to a company um, that is represented by people who really, really care about their clients and that that their clients and their relationships with their clients matter as much as mine did. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've been with other organizations and I, and I've, you know, you know, you know, lots of people doing lots of different things. And I, and I can see people sometimes treating, you know, their clients merely as, you know, it's, it's sort of superficial and it's, you know, they're my clients and I I just need to get this and that from them. And then I move on. Mm -hmm. It's to me, it, it just doesn't feel genuine that way. If you're going to be doing this and you're going to be interacting with clients that you want to perform for you want to 
you know, have you have their best interest at heart. You need to develop. You need to build and develop relationships that are strong, right? Built on honesty and integrity, and obviously on talent. I mean, in source, you know, the back the backbone of our company is the people that we place in these IT roles, our candidates, mm-hmm. and um, we have a model in place where we only we only place the best candidates that we know and that we're able to find for our clients. We are not an organization that that goes out there. For instance, Sue, if you needed um, a developer to kind of work here in this studio for whatever reason, um, there are people out there, um, you know, companies out there that might say, oh, you know, they'll go right out to the boards and they'll come up with a handful of resumes that they think are suitable, and they'll they'll send them over immediately. For us, there's a screening process. Um, we like to meet all of our candidates. We do not just send five candidates over within an hour just to make sure that we're the first ones in the door. It matters to me if I'm sitting face to face with a candidate with a client that I have said I will work hard for you. I will make sure that I send the best people to you. And I want to have constant, continuous communication with you so that we are always on the same page and we don't disappoint you and we find you the right people for your organization, whether it be for technology solutions where we're we're building an entire group of people to run a project or if we're doing, you know, we're only filling one placement. We do both. Um, We make sure that that is the best candidate. We may send one resume just to make sure, and it may be the, it may, will always be the best person that we can find or the best person, hopefully, that we already know. So we, not only are we building relationships with our clients, but we're building relationship, relationships also with our candidates. And those right. candidates always want to work with us because we know we have their best interest in mind. Mm-hmm. We know that they're the best. And it's our reputation on the line. Mm-hmm. So, um, Knowing that Mark and David and Joe are on the same page as I am, where the integrity matters and, and the, you know, the kind of genuine relationship we have with our clients matters to them, mm-hmm. that's why I wanted to be there. Yeah. Well, that's wonderful. We know that everything about business is relationships it is. in the end. It really is. You know, you, have, you, you need your expertise mm-hmm. and you have to have your knowledge and your education and all, but it really does always come back to relationships. And it that's does. how you get, um, you know— business moving forward it's true you know repeat i should say and i do and i do always say that you know i'll I'll always be very upfront and say i I come from the business side i do not come from an it background other than being a user and kind of being involved in projects where i had input Mm -hmm. in, in what we needed to get done but i am not an it person but i am a relationship person and matter you know as i've already said several times those relationships matter a great deal to me but i surround myself within this it world with very, very smart people. Mm-hmm. The people who are working behind the scenes with me are have been, you know, either recruiting or consulting as well um, within IT. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when I'm, when I'm speaking to a client, I always tell them I'm, you know, our relationship, I will always be on top of things for you, but I have incredible people around me who are, who've been working within the IT world that know exactly what you need. Right. And it, how I mean the the IT world is just it's everything today for it any really business. Is. For the listeners, um, <clears throat> what types of clients do you cater to? Is it um, 
industries across the board? Is it small to mid-sized to large? What types of businesses? Sure. We we really are working with all different types of of um, companies, and that's basically because when in-source technology in-source um, merged a year ago, which is when I came and David Silverstein came, um, they merged with a company called IT Evolution, which um, was more on the uh, consulting and solutions side of things, and in-source was traditionally staffing. So together when we merged, we not only merged all of our, all of our talents and broadened our kind of spectrum, and we also merged uh, – sort of the different types of companies that we were working with. Okay. So we have very, very large um, clients um, right here in the Philadelphia area that most of most everyone would know, all the, the you know, the large companies. They're healthcare, a lot of healthcare companies. Mm-hmm. For me, coming out of Morgan Stanley, I could add value to financial institutions because that's the background that I came from. Mm-hmm. So I've been um, working with a lot of financial institutions, all big names uh, that you would know but also lots of small asset management companies as well. We're also getting into pharmaceutical companies. We're working with some of the largest in the area as well as um, some of the largest that are in New Jersey and New York as well. So um, we have kind of a broad range of organizations. We're working with utility companies. um, And as far as projects, will you go in and handle only, you know, um, a project where it's a department looking to bring in a whole network uh, of new computers or just somebody who has maybe an issue, a small issue in no, the technical? You know, there are, we do have desktop people that will come in and work for, we tend to work on, on projects that the minimum start at three months. Okay. Um, we like to work on long-term projects as well. Mm-hmm. The, I mean, every single one is different. Right. So to, obviously if we're looking to work with a, with a, a new client, we're, We'll bend over backwards to help them with any type of need that that they want. Right, right. Um, but we also work on very large scale projects, um, and and within IT, there's so many of those things. Mm-hmm. So um, I could throw out lots of technical terms that that very few people will understand. Please don't do that. Yeah. To me. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, no, for for a large organization that that um, you know, they they may be moving to another to SAP mm-hmm. or um. They may just need a group of developers. We can supply six developers that will help kind of move that project along. Mm-hmm. Or um, right currently, we're working. Um, we're looking to work on a SharePoint project. We're going to need two PMs, a couple de- developers, and possibly a BA. So all those people working together. I know I that's know why what I didn't want to go too far into it. <laughs> but they all work together to make sure that a project gets done from start to finish, start to finish, and gets done well. Yeah. Right. That's so right. we put teams together. Right. We put okay. teams together. Okay. Something that um, really speaks to how you really do take care of your clients and you you know you form these relationships is an event that you have coming up that I'm that I'm going to actually be in attendance. I'm excited. There's going to be a golf outing and an appreciation to all your clients. Can you talk yes. about that? Yeah, we're really excited. It's the very first annual kind of customer appreciating appreciation golf outing that we're having, and in. It's in October, mm-hmm. and um, many, many of our clients will be there, which we're really excited about. Um, you're going to be speaking there I because am. I decided, you know, I don't golf. I would have. <laughs> but I thought we need to have an option where there's, where, you know, not only women, but anyone who doesn't golf could could sit down and learn some more about in-source 
and learn about um, ServiceNow, which um, I'd love to talk about for a moment. They're yes. a partner of yes. ours. They're, this event is also um, going to be, you know, ServiceNow will be there in attendance and they'll, we'll be discussing, oh, great. you know, what we can offer as a partner for ServiceNow, which is the fastest growing software company. And talk, in say real quick, can you say in a snippet what, what that is, ServiceNow? Yeah, ServiceNow um, is, I mean, is it a, isn't it a program, a software program for companies that? It is. It's kind of a, it's, it's a tool. I, I don't want to get too deep into IT, but it's, it's an information. Right. It's, it's what IT would use to share information within their department. Okay. So when projects are being run, um, all the PMs and everyone within the company can communicate together and know what projects there are, how things are being accomplished. There's also a feature where if a, a person joins the organization, um, they would be able to, within ServiceNow, you, they would be able to kind of let the IT department know if they need an iPhone, if they need an iPad or what type of computer they need. So there's all kinds of community. They have live feed as well within it, which is sort of like a Facebook thing. Right. Um, I thought you had said to me that it's kind of like a Facebook in, in where— It's interactive it, that way, where they have the live feed. Right, right, right. But it offers so much more than that, and it goes so in-depth. Is it the first of its kind? No, there, there have been other companies that offer these things, mm-hmm. but ServiceNow has so many features that some of these other companies don't have. Okay. Um, and it's, it's more user-friendly. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's affordable. Yeah. So it's it's very very exciting. Insource is very excited to be partnered with with them. Um, we're one of the one of a small group of people who are kind of in this region who are partnered with them. Okay. And really, they have they have accounts like Facebook, Amazon, Google. I mean, oh, it's a really exciting. big deal. Yeah, and it's the, it's literally the fastest growing software company in the country, yeah, and thanks. we're thrilled to be a part of it. So they are going to be there at this event with us, right. kind of discussing with our existing clients and some of our ServiceNow clients what we can offer. Yeah, that's exciting. And so, yeah, yeah it it's always exciting. nice to break off Is it exciting? Other... It's is very... it really exciting, you guys? <laughs> Did I just kind of tune you out with the IT talk? <laughs> it's very exciting. <laughs> it, you know, for us, it's really exciting. Yeah. So, I mean, that partnership is very valuable to us. And yeah, It's um, a brand new thing that you're going to be focusing on. It's, it and is. you know what? You always need change, right? It is, yeah. yeah. And, you know, just the sheer fact that we could have our name attached to, you know, the fastest growing software company in the country. And, you know, so many doors are being opened up for them through us and through and for us through them. Right. So yeah. it's it's really a big deal. Yeah. So I probably didn't do service now the justice it deserves. <laughs> I don't. I think but, you did. Yeah. Um, listen, we have we only have a few minutes sure. left, and I would love to know f- from you because I know that there's some women listening out there that have perhaps been home for um, several years raising kids, and and they were out in the working world previously, and now they're looking. You know, they have that kind of desire to get back out and right. do something. Um, but there's always a little bit of fear. You know, I've been out of the business mm-hmm. world. And um, what would your advice be to, to those women who many that we know um, that they really should get back out there without the fear and just, you know, figure out what it is that they want to do, what their next step's going to be? You know what? That is kind of, it's a vulnerable time. Mm-hmm. I remember that time, and I'm sure you do too, Sue. It's a vulnerable time because you feel a little out of it. You've been in kind of baby world for a while, and you've been circulating with the people in the playgroups, and you've been out of out of that, you know, out of our 
working world for a while. So it can be scary. Mm -hmm. But really, I think what I would say to them is stay focused on what you want to accomplish. Stay focused on where you want to go, you know, and and what will make you happy. So if if you're thinking you you need to make a lot of money or you need to make money to cover just this bill or that bill, think of what you can do with your strengths. Mm-hmm. to lead you in that direction so you accomplish that goal. If you really want to dive in full force and you want to kind of do what I did where you you, you dove in and <clears throat> I really need for me I I needed I needed to have another income. Mm-hmm. That's that's kind of what I was thrown into. So that into. was important to you. It was I, important yeah, to me. I, but I also wanted to do something that that made me happy. Right. But I think for someone in that situation they need to think about their goals and they need to believe that it, you really aren't that vulnerable. It's all perception. You feel vulnerable, mm-hmm. but you're not. Mm-hmm. You get out there and get in front of people and let them know you're confident and let them know that you're ready. Right, right. They will perceive you that way. Right, and because we all have something to offer. Yeah, Everyone does. Yes. And people are willing to give you a shot. Mm-hmm. So you just have to get out there and be confident and know that it's possible. Yeah, that's great. So, Listen, before uh, before we're done, uh, can you give out your contact information? Where's the best place for people to get in touch with InSource? Uh, website oh, yeah. or, sure. or phone number or email? Sure, sure. www.insourcenow.com okay. is the best way to find any information uh, on InSource and everything that we're doing out there. And ServiceNow, obviously, servicenow.com as well. Okay. So that so Are you listed on ServiceNow's site as a partner? I am. No, I'm not a partner. Not, oh, but, no, but it... But oh, yes. Uh, okay. InSource is definitely um, listed on ServiceNow as okay. a partner. Okay. But um, so InSourceNow.com Insource is where now. you can find all of our information. Okay. And just, uh, you know, hopefully people look for us. I know there's uh, there's lots of really value, valuable information on things that we're doing in the community. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what are, what are the owners of our company and the partners and the managing directors are doing and... It's, it's, you know, I think we're updating it currently. But you can also okay. find us on Twitter and Facebook. Okay, great. Okay. Thank you so much for coming in today. Thank you, it was Sue. It was it's a so great, great hour. It, I really you. appreciate it. Um, that's, every, that's it, excuse me, everyone, uh, for this week's A Women to Watch here on WWDB AM 860. And if you'd like to get in touch with me, if you have any questions uh, about any of my guests, feel free to call me at 215 313 5561. Have a great week, everyone.